Please note that all events, situations and celebrity encounters in Celebrity Cheesing Podcast are entirely fictional. For the purposes of entertainment only, it contains strong language and graphic depictions that some may find disturbing. All celebrity invoices are personated and not very well. If you are easily offended, please fuck off. So uh, I made it to the island. Um, crossing went quite smoothly. Um, I probably got about three miles out before the uh, mist sort of started rolling in. Um, I bought a compass, fortunately, so I sort of followed the bearing. And uh, it wasn't long before uh, I could see like the shadow of the volcano coming to view through the mist. Um, so I carried on and. Uh, as I got closer, I could just see like figures all around the island, tall figures everywhere. So I land on the beach, made my way a bit closer, and uh, it's fucking terrifying. The entire perimeter of the island is just surrounded by thousands of corpses, just impaled on huge. They got to be at least ten foot black dildos as thick as tree trunks anyway I heard a, a bit of a moaning in the distance so I went to investigate I found Tommy Walsh off of um, once popular gardening show Grain Force barely alive deeply impaled on one of these dildos I said to him, Tommy, is that, is that you? And he just said, yeah, it, it's me. Who are you? Um, so, you know, I said, oh, I just, I just come here to see what's going on here. I mean, Christ, what's happened? What's happened here? And he just, he said, uh, the bitch, she shot me, the bitch. I said, what do you mean you shot you? He said, fucking Dimmock. Charlie fucking Dimmock. Uh, so uh, he went on to explain how um, he'd been filming a special for, Gra- for Garden Force, Grand Force, with um, Paul O'Grady. They were making a sensory garden for blind dogs when uh, he noticed he just felt something a bit up with the pog. Um, he heard him talking on the phone in some sort of strange dialect. He also noticed he had a satchel full of uh, anal torch gear. So uh, he confided in Dimmock, sort of, uh, that someone wasn't quite right with a great O'Grady. And um, that night he was uh, woken to three men in robes breaking into his room, beat him absolutely senseless, senseless, unconscious. And um, the next thing you knew, he woke up on the island, impaled on this huge dildo. Um, well, I said to him, what can, what can I do? Can I, can I help you? And he just said, no, no, it's, it's, it's too late for me. You need to go. You shouldn't be here. 
I said, Tommy, I can't just leave you here. At least let me sort of rescue you and take you with me. Perhaps if I sort of push you up by your legs, I can sort of push you off this dildo and um, go and get you some help. Anyway, he just said, no. The bell end's barbed. You'll just tear my insides out. Just release me from this pain. So he's just looking at me with just absolute agony in his face. So uh, I grabbed hold of both his ankles and just pulled down as, as hard as I could. He let out a final sort of groan and a, almost like a gasp of uh, relief. And then he has gone. So I've been here about, I've been sat here about 20 minutes now, sort of just trying to process it all, take it in really. Um, I think I see enough though. You know, um, there's clearly something going on here. Um, I think I'm just going to head back. We can, maybe we can sort of regroup and um, come up with a plan. What are we going to do about this? So, uh, oh, hang on, hang on. So, someone's going, someone's going. Hang on. Hey, you all right, mate? Yeah, just come to uh, look at your plumbing? Yeah. Um, hang on, let me uh, check my job sheet. Um, O'Grady? A Paul O'Grady? Call the job in? Yeah. Apparently got a bit of a blocked toilet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just pick my kit up and I'll be right behind you. Okay, there's no going back now, I'm going to have to go in. I'll update you all later on what's going on. Blimey. Nigel, mate, what palaver. You should have never gone in alone. What were you thinking? We need to really think about this. This this is a large-scale operation. I mean, you've, you've just... You've had to, like, kill Tommy Walsh. I mean, I know he needed it, like... God damn, anybody else in that situation would have asked the same, but... This is bigger than we thought. Fuck. Okay, so uh, I made it safely home. Turns out the cowboys originally installed the plumbing system um, had used a two-inch waste pipe rather than the standard three to four-inch, which, uh, well, proved woefully inadequate for um, their needs. Um, they'd retrofitted a, a macerator to help um, sort of get around the issue. Trouble is, they seem to be consuming a very heavy meat diet there. Um, the system was just packed with shit which is more like um a pate or um a coarse terrine um seemingly it's just overpowered the macerator and um it blew the engine on it, it blew the motor so um fortunately i was able to get back to the mainland and uh get a spare part off the shelf um installed it and um yeah all's back up and running bloody hell Nigel, you had a lucky escape mate shame about tommy walsh but uh, you had to do what you had to do really put him out of his misery you know, it's a pretty bad way to go, doing it by Bob Dong, but such is life, I guess. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a bad idea to sort of go rogue, mate, and go alone. Fucking lucky to get out of that, you know. Should have come up with a plan, really. Um, but I found out something is uh, 
O'Grady owns a hotel out here in Dubai. Um, so I went around snooping around there the other day. That's why I've been a bit quiet because uh, snooping around, asked far too many questions. Hotel staff got suspicious and basically I got dragged out into the desert, strapped to the back of a camel and um, they slapped its ass and just left me there. Two nights, three days I spent in the desert, strapped to this camel. Um, thankfully, the binding slipped loose and I slipped round to the underside of the camel um, so I could suckle on its nice warm camel teat and had sustenance for a few days um, until I finally managed to undo the bindings of my teeth. Uh, I only just managed to get home this morning. Thankfully not dehydrated, just fucking full of camel milk. Jesus, it's rough. But, uh, yeah, I think we need to come up with a decent plan. At least you've been there, you've got a lay of the land, you know what it's like. Um, good bit of reconnaissance, just a bit rogue, mate. But we, we can get this sorted. We can get this sorted. Jesus, Gareth, sounds like you've both had a close escape there. Christ. Um, I pushed and mentioned earlier, but um, whilst I wasn't able to um, snoop around too much on the island, I keep them quite close army. Um, I was able to um, get a rough idea of the um, sewerage system on the island. Um, the main uh, sewer pipe actually leads right out to sea. It's a good, it's a good three foot in diameter. So um, I think I'd definitely leave room for someone to possibly crawl up. Um, there's an access hatch into um, one of the toilet blocks, and um, before I left, I did actually, um, I fitted um, like a remote kill switch to masticate the system. So we could cause that to fail again at any time, um, allowing someone else, not me, I've had enough of that place, to uh, enter the compound again, posing as a plumber, open the access hatch um, to allow access for uh, whoever decides to crawl up a sewer pipe into into the island compound and uh well be very undetected um i'm thinking possibly andy peters he's up for it um failing that dave benson phillips i mean perhaps andy peters could, could uh, call up the sewer pipe and uh dave benson phillips could uh pose the plumber to let him in um yeah just a thought what you guys think on that one and um that's some brilliant uh, intel on the iron on the um hotel book graph. I think that definitely needs uh looking into a bit more perhaps some sort of covert surveillance. Perhaps if we get hold of like a, a surveillance van, just sort of park it up outside, just keep an eye on the place for a while. I mean, um I don't believe for a second O'Grady's conducting all his business from the island. I mean, I think it's quite likely you might be um holding meetings in that hotel. Uh, noise, mate. Uh, going back to something you said earlier about the, the consistency of the shit coming out. Um, so it was like a terrine, a thick pate. Uh, are they eating people? Is, is he a cannibal? Are they eating people on that island? Something's a bit fishy going on there. Um, yeah, I 
think it's a good idea to set up a covert surveillance operation outside the Hotel de Grady. Um, it's a bit tricky to get to, there's quite a lot of security. It's down a private gated road. Um, it's on one of the fronds on the Palm Island. Um, maybe I could get a co covert listening dinghy and just float out over there and set that up maybe. Maybe worth a go. Um, the only downside I can see about having Dave Benson Phillips as a plumber is I, I think his acting skills are lacking to be honest and um, I think his uh, sort of um, knowledge retention with plumbing fixtures will be pretty lacking to be honest uh, and maybe he's also a little bit too recognisable I think he'd be, he'd be seen pretty easily I mean, sending Andy Peters in covertly through the sewage pipe would be a pretty good shout, to be honest. Um, but also, uh, just to throw another idea out there, I was looking on um, some job listings online, and I found one, well, more than one, but it was, it was a job opportunity for evil layer work, um, starting on the bottom rung of the ladder as a VAC operative. Um, which was a volcanic ash containment operative on a desert island off the coast of Liverpool. So I put two together, it must be the same one, I can't see another one being. And basically you get free reign of the island and you, your sole job is just to vacuum up volcanic ash. You've got a big industrial vacuum on your back and you just stroll the island vacuuming all day. Um, from what I can gather you're just fairly left alone with, with quite a few access cards to get into the areas that need vacuuming. Maybe that's a area of approach to look into. Oh, fuck me, guys. I've made a fucking huge mistake. I tried to do the dinghy. Oh, shit. I couldn't afford a dinghy. I just got a cheap lilo from the shop. A pair of, binoc a pair of binoculars. And a dictaphone, and I didn't float up to the pub. The tide was going out. It's dark. I can't see any lights, and I'm in the sea. <laughs> oh fuck me! I don't want to do anyone. <laughs> Gareth, mate, what have you done? You, you fool! You should never have gone in with just a lilo. Oh mate, I hope you make it out of there. Just, just stay strong. You, you can do this, mate. You're a strong swimmer. Just ditch the line and just go for it. I, I believe in you. Also, I was thinking, you need Andy Peters' gung-ho attitude with the acting skills of uh, Michael Clark Duncan. If there's any way of uh, merging the two together, that would be the ideal shout. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about Dave Benson Phillips because he's a bit all over the shop really so yeah I'm, I'm with Gareth on that one but oh, just Gareth mate I'm praying for you just please please get out of this you should never have gone in alone flipping heck Gareth you're not having much luck recently are you right um, I've had a word with Hulk Hogan fortunately he kept hold of the um, Thunder in Paradise boat so um, he's heading over to your location now he owes me a favour, so I know you can be out looking for a needle in a haystack, but um, I don't think he's going to get up until he finds you. So, um, good luck. Guys, 
can you hear that? I can hear it. It's getting closer. I think he's finds me. I can hear him. Mr. Hogan. It's blaring. He's coming for me. I'm safe. Oh, yeah. We've got Hulk on the team. Yes, boys. Oh, it's all good. Oh, yes. We're good. I'm saying. Thanks, Lloyd. Thanks. I thought I was done for. I'm so happy that Hogan's come to your rescue. This is amazing news. Why didn't we think of listing Hogan as all this shite before anyway? No one's going to fuck with him. He's got an invisible boat. He doesn't need anything else. Ah, oh, this is this is amazing news. Like you're in safe hands now, Gar. This episode of Celebrity Cheesing Podcast is sponsored by Testis ASMR. If you have a penchant for hearing the sound of testes rubbing against everything, all sorts of fabric, palms, then this is the place for you. We have all sorts of testes belonging to all sorts of men. Big men, small men, Caucasian men, ethnic men, men who used to be women. Some of those keep their testes on a necklace, like a keepsake. So come and join us at Testis ASMR. We have competitive subscription prices for all the celebrity cheesy listeners. Use the special code CHEESEONMYTESTIS for a special discount on the first month of 1.2% off. Testis ASMR. Jesus Christ. Not only am I on Hogan's boat. Fucking Airwolf just flew overhead. Shit's getting real. Oh, fucking hell, Gareth. I'm so glad the Hulk found you. Oh, that's such a relief. I have that theme tune blaring as well. Flipping brilliant. He loves that tune. He absolutely loves it. I've actually been to his house and um, he plays that tune at... Um, Similar volumes, absolutely blaring out all day and night. Fucking loves it. I don't know how he's not deaf by now, to be honest. But uh, in all seriousness, I think um, I think uh, X wrestlers could be a massive untapped source of potential here. I mean, you're messing around with a uh, fake movie hard then. Well, you know, not all fake. You know, Jason Statham. He's pretty. He's pretty solid. Um. But uh, wrestlers, I mean, fucking hell. I mean, I think we should probably start sending some wrestlers in after Phil. Um, I'd like to suggest Booker T, first of all. Um, I'm just imagining him just running in, just like 
rushing O'Grady, uh, hitting him with a bookend. Yeah, we could be on set here. Five times WCW champion. Five times. Five times. Yeah, Booker T. Definitely, Nige. 100%. Um, I was also thinking maybe Whistler from the Blade films. Because, I don't know. I just reckon he could go a bit nuts. Like, he's pretty... Pretty mental. Um, doesn't give a fuck. Um, I think if you collaborated with Booker T, yeah, that could, that could be absolute carnage. Definitely. Definitely need to have a word with Whistler. Whistler! Whoa, guys. That's been quite the saga today, hasn't it? I, I didn't even know I'd been, you know, tied up. Literally, Pogs had me tied up. Um, you know, seeing what various size orb type implements fit inside my anus. But uh, anyway, less out of that. Um, I mean, here I was, thought I was at the epicenter of Pog's affairs, and he's got a whole island. It just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? I mean, why does it end? Here, here we were, just thinking he was just some sort of dodgy celebrity criminal that just captures a few poor bastards and buggers them or whatever and uses them as sex slaves, but it looks like he might be an evil mastermind, possibly more evil than Skeletor. we got a war on our hands, Bellas. Well, guys, I've just had just the most amazing, amazing couple of days. Hogan scooped me up out of the sea, cradled me in his arms like a newborn baby, and he held me there for two days. I suckled from his teat, just pure protein gushing out of his hot nipple, filling my stomach. Such an enlightening experience. I'm changed as a person. I, I put on like quite considerable muscle from suckling on Hogan's teat. It was like instant six pack. I've never had one before. It's quite impressive. And I tanned instantly. I already had the blonde hair, but I, I grew a moustache. Handlebar moustache just sprouted as soon as I started suckling. What an amazing man. He's changed my life. I've asked him to adopt me so he can be my adoptive father. Wow. Wow. And, um... With the newfound sort of uh, vigour and outlook on life, uh, I, I've gone and booked myself uh, for a meal at the Hotel de Grady tomorrow to do a bit of uh, covert work there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to hire a suit um, and... I'm going to rent an escort, you know, make it look legit. 
nobody too pretty because I'm not that much of a looker. So I can't get someone like super fit. I go like middle middle tier escort, make it look convincing, and go for a sit down meal, the restaurant, and um, you know maybe plant some bugs under the tables, you know, maybe go oh, I'm gonna go to the toilet and then turn right instead of going left to the toilets and try and sneak out the back or something. You know, stick some bugs here, stick a hidden camera there. Dunno. I I feel quite positive about this now. I don't think anything can go wrong. It's a foolproof plan. think of it the more hulk hogan is an inspired choice i mean i can't believe i didn't think of it before is there is no challenge or obstacle that the hulkster has ever been able not to get over so i think he is the absolute choice and the only sort of a power that can match that of pog I mean, he is aging a little bit, so, but I still reckon he's got to be the captain of whatever team is assembled. Yeah, the Hulkster. It's funny because the Pog obviously knows I record these voice memos and he knows that I'm talking to people, but so he allows that, but he doesn't know that obviously we're plotting to topple him and get me out of here. Um, but obviously, like I said, how well-connected the Pog is with all his celebrity friends and people that come here all the time. Um, you know, a lot of them find out about this too. And some of them are a bit, you know, they couldn't care less or whatever, but some of them really want to I don't know, getting on the act, I don't know, it's almost like it's a novelty or something, but, uh, it's, uh, oh, yes, someone's coming now, it's, uh, I think so, what, you want to, you want to wear it, do you, Charlie? Okay, so, here's, uh, there's Charlie Lawson is here, uh, he's some 
friends with the pug, but uh, go on and enjoy. Have a, have a word. Hello there. This is Charlie Lawson. You may know me better as Jim McDonald from Coronation Street, so you will. I d I'm here to tell you that you don't need to be worrying about your boy here. I'll take good care of him, the wee lad, so I will. Now, Charlie, you don't have to keep... You don't have to keep pressing it. You can just do one big long press. Ah, right. Anyway, it's a pleasure speaking to all yous. And like I said, don't you worry about your boy. I'll take good care of him. Yeah, Charlie, I think, I think you should go now, because if Pog catches you... Ah! It doesn't matter to Pog. You're, I think you've got him all wrong. He's all right. He won't do anything to me. He, no, you, I, don't, I, 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 I don't think you understand. If he catches you doing... Eh, what are you doing? Oh. Fraternising with the enemy, are you, Charlie? Ah, don't go, you know, making something out of nothing, Paul. All right, I'll show you then. Come here. Paul, 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 what are you doing? Paul, why are you grabbing me? Why are you grabbing me like that, Paul? Paul, Paul. Charlie, run. Charlie, Charlie, run. Oh, oh. Not another one. Well, let me tell you something, brothers. The host doesn't just smash hits. He also saves lives, brother. And if any member of the Jason crew is in danger, then don't fear. The host is going to save you.